text and uh, and just talk to us a little bit. And I, I would I would just would wish that, that that awesome God would just do a great work for today, as we would just allow Him. Uh, we like to preach about what He used to do, biblically telling about all that God has done in times past. We like to talk about what God uh, is going to do or for us and taking us out of this world. Hey, everything looking backwards and forward is great, but we just got to look around now and see that he's still awesome. Now, what God can do, amen, right now with us, amen, ought to be something that would, would uh, grab our minds, amen, and, and, uh, and we're going to endeavor to get in the Word of God today and talk about some things that I think that would improve us, help us. Amen. That's why we're here for, to leave here better than we came. Amen. Leave a load here sometimes of things, situations. Amen. Psalms, the 19th chapter. Psalms chapter 19. And uh, our verse, read verse number 12. Amen. Psalms 19 and 12. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. And this is David talking here. And who can who can help us to understand the errors of our ways? I believe God can do that. Amen. Keep back thy servants also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgressions. Amen. I'm really wanting to have the leadership and the guidance of God. Amen. And help me. Amen. To. Amen. To. Take your advice. Tell me what I need to do. Help me to help me to understand where I stand with you. Praise God. Let's pray today. God, Lord, we thank you for the word of God that that we're sharing to Lord today and believe that, Lord, somehow you have some things that you want to say to us. And David, Lord, was here. And I know that we talk about him as a man after God's own heart, but he recognized in himself that there was some things that he needed to, Lord, to reveal to him and direct him in. And I pray today, God, that we can somehow take a look at ourselves and recognize the fact, Lord, that we're not where we want to be. We're not where we should be. But thank God we're not where we used to be. But, oh, God, help us to become, God, what you want us to be. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. The title of my thought today will be Secret Faults. That's what David said, God, in the last part. Cleanse me. Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Uh, I don't think he was saying that. Here, uh, I'm keeping them a secret. 
as much as he said, I don't know. It's a secret with you, God. And sometimes that's where we need to be is saying, God, I, there are some things that you know about me and things you know that, that we want you to help us in. Amen. Now, these psalms were written, even the 19th Psalm, it was written by David. And when you start reading the first part of it, uh, he, he, he was, uh, it was the times of his shepherd. Of course, uh, many commentaries, you look at them and say, well, when was this? David was a shepherd when he was a young man. Uh, but uh, they say that very, very possibly, most of uh, would agree on it that uh, it was sometime after he had slew the giant, but before he was called to Saul's uh, palace or place to where he could play with his harp and uh, amen, remove all the spirits that was tr troubling him. Amen. And all the time, you know, and I, I may, as well as you know, about the shepherds of yesteryear, uh, how that they were. Uh, I could tell you from some visual of them that uh, they, when they got out being a shepherd, they they spent weeks and months out in in the uh, wilds with those sheep, all by themselves. And somebody sometimes would bring them food, and other times they just kind of uh, gleaned on their own. But uh, they they had those periods of time when, amen, there's not a whole lot you could do or, or act out, you know, but uh, you had time to think. And I'm thinking this is what David was doing in this, in this psalm today. Amen. He says, days unto days. Verse, let me just read, amen, Psalms chapter 1. 19 and verse 1, And the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speeches, and night unto night uh, showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. David was amusing, and uh, he said, Day after day I was out here and uh, watching the things of the just nature. All I could see was just nature in the do in the in the sheep, and and I, I at the night after night I would lay awake at night looking up at the stars and seeing God's creation, and he, he said there is no speech or nor language which their voices is not heard. I can hear the voices. I can hear things going on. I uh, it is it's just it's just in his mind. He's Amusing at the things of God, creation, and and uh, and you, uh, I could say maybe sometimes it'd be good for us to get in a car or somewhere and drive out into the country where there's no lights, and just stare at the stars and things, and just uh, recognize, hey, my God created all of that. He's bigger than we put him to be. He's greater than we put him to be. He's awesome. He's awesome. Amen. Amen. And, and, uh, and that's, that's David. He, he is trying to describe, 
amen, what he sees and what he hears, amen, in his own secret voice with uh, communicating with God, amen. The Amplified Bible in verse 3 says, there is no the speaking or spoken voices, amen, from the stars, but the voice is not heard, amen. There's, there's no, no, no uh, sounds coming, amen, from them to me in a way, but yes, I'm listening to the voices, amen, that's speaking to me, amen, of God's creation and what he has done, what he has done. God's voice is gone forth Amen. Verse number four. Amen. Amen. Uh, it says the lines has gone out throughout all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. Amen. And uh, I read the commentaries and all of this, and he was basically speaking of the the uh, stars and the heavens at night and the sun and the moon. Amen. And he said that they they speak to me. Amen. They, they're, they're talking to me. There is, their voices, amen, have gone out, amen, and the, the lines has gone forth through the earth and the words to the ends of the earth, amen. This is God's creation. This is God's purpose, and this is God's plan, and this is God's work that he is doing, amen. Thank God for the Son. And if you will just read on from that, and we will read on, amen, we'll, we'll recognize it in verse number 5, amen, which is as the bridegroom cometh out of her chamber, and he was referring that the sun comes up, and it's just like the bridegroom, the sun coming out of its chambers, and it's uh, it's refer referring to basic and prophetical, amen, of the bridegroom that's coming out of his chambers to greet us, amen, one of these days. And there's spiritual uh, applications to all of these uh, Things that David was looking up and seeing, Amen, and it's it's prophetical, Amen, to you and I today to understand that, Amen. Heavens declare His handiwork. Praise God to us, Amen. I'm going to turn back to uh, Psalms the eighth chapter, and I'll read it a few verses of Scripture there, Amen. It's this David again. He is speaking here, Amen, in the. In, in concerned about the heavens. When I consider the heavens and the works of his fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? What do you even think of us? When you have a universe at your disposal to do whatever you please, and man is so fickled in his relationship sometimes. Hello? Why do you even bother with us, Lord, when we are so rebellious? Why do you bother with us when we, amen, do our own things? And why, you, why do you bother us with us when you speak to us and we go the other direction? Why do you bother with us when somehow we, we would prefer just to let the devil talk to us, I guess, sometimes. That's what Eve did. Uh, she, listened to the, she listened to the devil rather than being obedient to what God would told him. Amen. What is man that you are even mindful of us? And the son of man that thou would visit us. Again, prophetical. Amen. 
I think it was not saying, and, and, and they, these human beings that, that you would even visit with us, it, it was saying, amen, the time of Jesus Christ, amen, was coming here and visiting with us, amen. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the fields, they're, they're, they're a part of your creation, amen. And that's made him, the man, amen, he have he hath dominion. Let me just back to verse 5. Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. And thou hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou hast made him in the, amen, to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. What is man that you have told them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth? What is, what is it that you've, what, what, plan do you have for mankind that uh, you would be so attentive to them? I want to tell you, I believe that you are the handiwork of God. We are handiwork of God. We are, we are made in his image for do his purpose. And, uh, and, and, and David was seeing that. He, he couldn't understand you. You created, you created a humankind and it was lower than the angels. We're not spiritual beings. We're fleshly beings. Amen? And uh, why do you even take time to, uh, to uh, take time for us? David said, when I look up into the heavens, amen, I see creation. I see what God can do. When I looked at man, I just wonder why that you keep working with us. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm adding those words there. Amen. Uh, he, uh, he, verse number five, he, he, he was quite concerned about the bridegroom coming out of the chambers, and, and, and he was uh, rejoicing, amen, as a strong man to run the race. Amen. Praise God. You and I. Or the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. Verse number six. He goeth forth from the ends of the of the heavens and is circuit into the ends of it. Is there nothing hidden from the heat of thereof? And he's referring to the sun there. And, and, and uh, he is referring to basically, amen, the eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Nothing is hid from him. Amen. Praise God. His heat or his presence is known in referring to the sun basically as a spiritual, amen, amen, uh, being that it talks to us, it gives direction to us, amen. As he was saying, amen, the ends of the earth, they've all heard the voice of God by his actions, by his works, by the mighty hand of God, amen. Praise God. The law of the Lord is perfect. Amen. That converted the soul. The, the testimony of the Lord is sure to make wise the simple. Now, what has happened here? The first six verses of the 19th chapter, amen, of, of Psalms, 19th chapter, it, it, it's, it's telling of God's creation and his works and how he's has exposed the world to his purpose and desire. And then, verse number 7, he's changing now, and he's saying, 
not only is he the creator, but now he's going to tell us the law that we're to live by somewhat. The law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure. It maketh wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right. Rejoice in the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure. Enlightening the eyes. Amen. And right on down, amen, he's talking to us, amen, about the Lord and what he is. Not only just as we can see is, is, is creation, but now, amen, the law of the Lord is governing and guiding his creation. He wants to speak to us. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. This, this whole chapter is, is divided up into three different passages of, uh, of, of, of teaching. It's first of all, we're seeing God and what he has done. Second of all, seeing what God is, amen, what he demands of, of his creation. And then it gets down to verse number 12. I'll read the rest of that in just a moment, but verse number 12. He said, how can we understand his, his errors? This is man's errors. Amen. Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Uh, false. What is false? It's something that's not true. Uh, we can say that that way, but uh, if you go out to California or even go to Turkey, it's, it's quite quite ob obvious that fault lines is in our own Earth's atmosphere, terra firma. It's uh, it's it divides. It, that's where earthquakes come from. Fault lines, they say, that uh, that's in our earth. Amen. So we're we, there's faults. There's things that we is they're kind of hidden from us. There's things that God would like to reveal to us. Things that God could speak to us about uh, how that we could become more like Him. That's what that's what David was saying here. He, he he's he's a saying I. I I've got some I've got some problems with my own mind and heart, and I don't know. I really don't know. I've I've read the law here. God's even he 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 spoke that from verse seven on down to eleven. But uh, uh, he said the fear of the Lord. I'll be verse eight and nine. The statutes of the Lord they're right, and the injustice. Rejoice in the heart. The commandments of the Lord, they're pure. They enlighten in the eyes. Amen. The fear of the Lord is clean. Amen. Enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. And moreover, to be desired, amen, than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter, amen, as the honey that's in the honeycomb. Eve's. David is just, now he's describing how the law of the Lord is one of the best things that you can have. Amen. There's a lot of laws that, that we, uh, we don't really take too much attention to or things sometimes. You know, there's a law of gravity. We never even think about that much at all. But it's, it's, a, it's a law. And, and if you don't, if you don't uh, really recognize that, amen, you might fall off the house and die, break your neck. You know, it's, you've got to understand that it's a law that you, you, that you uh, jump out in the air, you go down. 
Amen. And then God's laws are all around us at all times. Amen. Praise God. And the third is part of this this uh, this uh, uh, lesson today, and in, in the third part of this this. Uh, uh, voice of God of here speaking to us. Now David is saying, who can understand his errors? How can I know what God really wants? Amen. I, I need a voice, amen, to speak to me. And verse number 13 says, keep back thy servant from the presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. There's, there's, now David's, David now is trying to inquire of God. He's, I, I will I will say again he was probably out on the hillside and all he was doing out there was he had nothing to do except place with his fling and trying to um, practice that and also play with his harp and trying to get music and here's probably a psalm that he made while he was out there all alone and he felt like God was talking to him. I, I want God to talk to us today. I believe God can talk to us, amen, in this chapter today. They'd expose us to an internal, amen, voice of the Spirit that God can minister to us. And uh, we, were, we were talking to the Sunday school lesson, or the Sunday school lesson was talking, amen, that how God does things, amen. And then he left, he left all these enemies, he left all the enemies to, to prove them. There are things that God is, does and works. Why God does this happen to me? I, I've done this and I've done that. Why is the Lord amen, dealing with me in this situation? Or why is these thoughts going through my mind or whatever? I'm going to tell you, brothers and sisters, amen, we ought to control our minds to be able to have the ability to let God speak to us just like the world can speak to us. Amen. 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 Praise God. David said, basically, I've been warned, amen, by your mighty works that there's things God, that man is, amen, is, is put here for, amen, not just to eat, drink, and be merry and die. You and I have a purpose in being here. I pray to God today that you would have a purpose for being here today. Amen. Not to only just to rejoice in the song service or whatever, but to sometimes let God start speaking to your hearts. Amen. It's that, it's that inner voice that God can say. And I think that's David, what David was doing. He was, he was allowing God's creation to speak to him. He was allowing the experiences to speak to him. And you and I need to have those experiences or times that we can say, God, I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I know that you've got a purpose in everything that you do. Quoted the scripture, amen, amen, in, in the sense, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Everything is working for good. I, I, I can't, I can't prove all of that by, by the actions, and you don't ask me the whys, but I think that David was understanding that, who can understand his errors. Cleanse thou me from secret faults, failures, amen, or flaws, 
or whatever you want, words that you want to put upon that. Amen. Who can understand? Who can understand? Amen. His lapses, his failures, his errors. Amen. Why is, why, why am I doing this? Amen. Sometimes, amen. When you look back and, and uh, see what, what you've gone through and just wonder why in the world did I uh, do all of that? But good test. It, it, sometimes it's just a good experience. Amen. I heard of a man one time that he was, his wife was wanting to learn how to swim. And he said, okay, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that. He carried her out in the lake and shoved her out of the boat. And she started screaming and crying and, and paddling. He said, she said, why did you do that? He said, well, you want to learn how to swim. The only way you can learn how to swim is get in the water. And you want to trust God? God will give you some, some lessons on how to trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not only your own understanding, know your ways, acknowledge him. Amen. It would be amazing what we could see or hear if somehow we would get in tune with the one that wanted to talk to us. Amen. Now, the song that we sang this morning, one of the songs that we sang, Brother Harrelson sang it, it was wrote by G.T. Haywood uh, some many years ago. Um, my understanding was that after the Wednesday night prayer, prayer time, he decided he would just stay at the church. He spent the night there, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night, and Saturday night. Amen. And he's either Sunday morning or Sunday night. I don't remember which. But he was back in his office, and the church was going along in time for the preacher to preach. And he opened the side door coming out of his office and came in. And when the door was open, he said, I see a crimson stream of blood that flows from Calvary. Oh, yes, and I best not sing anymore. But what he was saying is, I have caught a vision of the blood of Christ. Amen. I believe that every one of us can hear the voice of God. I believe that every one of us can see, amen, the miraculous works of God. It don't take you to go out to the skies, but that's, this is David, and he's trying to relate to us. I have I read, I read several different articles upon this, this passage of Scripture. There's a lot of theologians, and there's a, there was some, some Bible scholars that were presidents of Bible colleges and uh, universities. It said, this was the favorite, this is my favorite scripture in the whole Bible. And when I got that, I started trying to figure out myself, amen, why was this somehow their number one passage in the whole word of God. And because it was, it was David trying to describe to us when I looked up and saw, when I got to hearing his voice and his, law, his, his laws or his demands and whatever, then I wondered why that he was even dealing with me. I wonder why that he would even have anything to do with humankind. We seem to be the most unruly thing that he's ever created. 
and yet he loves us enough that he would die for us. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to consider, amen, the secret flaws that David was probably battling with. He, he, he was... David was trying to, he wanted to be exposed to the truth. He wanted to know exactly. I want to, I want to know what God wants from me. Have you ever asked those questions, God, what direction you want me to go? What, what, what purpose do you have for me? And I don't, I'll tell you, God doesn't call people just be, amen, just to, save them. I think I could say it that way. He has a purpose in your life. Every one of you have a purpose in life. Amen. Praise God. And uh, our purpose sometimes, or should I say our purpose, but our our reactions and actions to things is, uh, is uh, let me just give you an example of humankind. Uh, David couldn't see himself Amen. There at the beginning, he was just—he was wanting to, uh, wanting God to show him some things. And uh, David was—David saw some of his flaws, I'm sure, but other things uh, that he need to be preached to. Because uh, there's three things I want to point out to you: is this man really can't see all the things. Of his flaws, he, he he really can't see them, because after all, you can go into your closet and get your nicest clothes and take a good shower and stand before the mirror, and next thing you know, you look out and like think you're a prince walking out the door. We think like we clean up everything by dressing up the outside. Jesus made a statement about that. He said there. And that you were full of dead men's bones, and then you also your whitewashed sepulchers and things like that. In other words, in other words, uh, we can see more flaws in other people than we can see in our own. I could look around at this congregation right now, and I I could probably there's a little few thoughts and whatever I could find something that I see wrong with you that you maybe not see of yourself. But on the flip side, if you really want to know what your flaws is, you need to talk to people. People see more flaws in you than you see in yourself. This is David's crying out here in a he, I want I want God to show me my secret flaws, my secret my my, my secret faults. Because, uh, Amen. God will show you. But David said, "I can't see these things. I really, I really am trying my best to live for God." Hello, I just really believe it. God was using him to kill giants. God used him to cast uh, the uh, the spirit out of Saul. I guess it cast his spirit, or he he, he saw the spirit would leave when David would play worshipful songs to worship God. Amen. So these flaws that he had 
I'm sure that other people can read the Bible and find some in David's life. Amen. Through his throughout his life, but but uh, you you just need God to show you what your flaws are, what your faults are. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let the let somehow the veil, amen, be pulled away because every one of us has secrets that we don't want anybody else to see. Now, some of the commentaries and some of the things we're talking about said uh, the husband and wife. Now, the husband can see a lot of flaws in his wife now after he married her. And the wife can see the same thing, okay, but they can't see it themselves. Jesus can see a whole lot of flaws in our lives that we can't see because we really don't ask him like David did. Amen. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Psalms 139. And I know I'm move over. Psalms 139. And I want to read it two or three verses of scripture there. Psalms 139 and 17 says it, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God. How great is the sum of them. This is David again. This is what it is. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, amen, ye bloody men. Amen. For they speak again, again, amen, thee wickedly. And thine enemies takes thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am I aggrieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them, amen, with a perfect hatred. I count them mine enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the paths, amen, everlasting. Amen. David gives God the opportunity, amen, to say, Lord, I have come to you today and I'm asking you to search me and seek me, amen, and, and, and let me know, show me my ways, amen, amen. I am, I'm much concerned, amen. Uh, there about me. I mean, I I can say this. I said a while ago about the people, but uh, I uh, I know I can walk in this auditorium, and I have heard people say, uh, uh, "You you, you is something wrong," or uh, I can tell by the, your face, or I can see that there's something that's not amiss, or I I want to know. You feeling all right? How you do it? And uh, and you, your face gives off that, whether you say anything or not, or it's not hid. Amen. It's not a secret. Amen. And you can walk in here with secrets, and somebody else can see you. And there's something wrong there. Uh, voices, voices speaks without words. Amen. But God knows our hearts. Amen. Hallelujah. And, uh, and, and the world tries to see our flaws. 
Amen. That's, 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 their, that's their doings. You go to work tomorrow and you'll find that they can find all kinds of flaws in your life and tries to, uh, you know, to twist your mind. Amen. Amen. But God wants to show us our flaws. Search me, O oh God. Lord, I seek after thee. Amen. I, I want to know, I want to know how it is with me. And I think that there's something about the way we do services here sometimes. And I, I ain't got you on your feet, for that's for sure. But uh, there's, there's things that I pray that God is speaking to us. Amen. That we would say, all right, I want to know what God thinks of me. I want to know what God sees in me. I want to know what somehow I'm giving off or I show. I want my heart to be cleaned, as David was saying here in the uh, in the nineteenth uh, Psalm. Amen. And I, I'm going to repeat that again. Amen. Keep back from thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgressions. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, amen, be acceptable unto, in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Shall we stand? I think that we do something here many, many times, not every service, but most all services, that when the preaching of the word goes forth, and I know I don't sh shake you to your, to your boots, but I do want to leave something that would cause us to say, okay, I want to walk up that altar today and say, God, I want you to show me. They're hid from me. They're secrets to me sometimes that I don't even know that I'm, I'm offending someone. I don't know that I'm uh, maybe offending God because of my attitude and my actions or whatever. But, Lord, I want to come clean with you, and I want to know what you see in me that I don't see. What you expect of me that I uh, don't feel like, amen, that... Uh, that I've got the responsibility to do. I, I want to be clean with God. I want to walk out of here today with the Bible talks about clean hands and a pure heart. I, 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 want, I want you to look at my heart now, God. I think I've told this story two or three times. And uh, it was the, the Yaden family of Idaho. I went to school with uh, some of them. It was in Bible college. And their dads were all cowboys and I mean just genuine full blooded cowboys they went out and they'd spend all week long out with the cows and, and uh, come in sometimes and some of them come in one Sunday one weekend and the others come in the next and so forth and amen. their mom and dad got the, got the Holy Ghost in, in the church and they had a great services and started going to church and the boys came in two of them would come in amen, for, uh, for the weekend and uh, they was going to go out on a Sunday and be back out there for Monday so the rest of them could, someone could get a little rest. And they said, well, son, would you, just, would you just 
stay tonight and go to church with us. And he said, nah, i got to go back out there at the, uh, my brothers, you know. And said, well, well they, they'll, they'll be okay. Would you just stay and go to church with us? And uh, they, he said, well, he, I'll stay. He was all dressed up, ready to go. And it was his cowboys all uh, had things on. Went to church. The preacher started preaching. And he tried to do a few pictures of himself and his spiritual condition and he felt the Lord calling him that still small voice was calling him and he went to the altar and he said he just opened up his There's down there, is there something down there that you want? You can just have at it. Yeah, it was, he didn't know anything about praying or whatever, but just told God to have at it, and God did. God had at it. He started pointing things out to his life, of the sins and things that he needed to repent of, and dropped on his knees, and the Lord filled him with the Spirit. And uh, he is a preacher today. If he's not dead, I'm sure he's passed away now. He's much older than I am. But uh, I'm going to tell you something. All you got to do is just walk up and say, ask God to say, show me and you can have at it. That's all you need for God to start ministering to you today. There's voices going on right now. There's God speaking right now. There's directions. Amen. And there are things that you say, God, I, I don't want to have anything between us. So I want to come up here. What would you come up the R and just take your time right now to ask God. Amen. Speak to me. Direct me. Because I know that you're speaking. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. Every one of us can be heard the voice of God before we leave here. If you'll allow God to speak to your heart by opening your mind and heart. Lord. I want those cleanse me from, Lord, amen, those secret, those secret thoughts, those secret things. Free. 